It's the podcast that is wrapped up like a burrito and covered in salsa like a burrito and sentient like a burrito. It's Power Word Roll. Salutations and welcome to Power Word Wrong. I am here with Naomi. Hello. Who is playing Ayun. I am here with Annie. Hello. Who is playing Kiep. And I am here with Henry. Hi. Who is playing Cowman. <laughs> okay. Just a classic. Uh, this, the uh, final episode of Svasara. It's not because our recordings are split into three. The final session of Svasara. We're just here playing another game of the Svasara. Svasara. And where we last left off, our heroes had traversed up the mountainside to reach this uh, ancient moon elf temple. You were betrayed by your guide who attempted to feed you to a bear hag. I'm just thinking of him being like, well, you know, it's been an okay year, except for the fact that my family is dead and I don't have a clan. <laughs> so you guys instantly caught on to the fact that that guy had, you know, there was something up and that was... I, I love it. I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't even like in character working out. He just started talking. I just said, I don't like him. I don't know why I just don't like him. It's like my real life insight check was natural 20 instantly like I don't know what's wrong, but something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, but at no point did any of us translate that to it. Maybe we should no, insight check. Never thought Greg should insight check. Maybe this means something. I was just like... I'm looking at Conrad and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Conrad's talking and I want it to stop. I, mean, I, I feel that way too, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, but still, no, no. You, you made your way up the mountainside after this betrayal, reaching the temple, which was encased in a thick layer of ice, breaking your way through inside gravity and space and time don't seem to function in the same way and the windows give way to sort of this rainbow vortex outside seems like you've stepped through some kind of dimensional barrier into another place it's like we've stepped into the i can't remember what it's called but the portal from asgard they're like what's oh it called? yeah, yeah what's yeah. it called the rainbow bridge the bifrost it's the phlogiston the phlogiston oh nice yeah nice nice good man so actually it is kind of like the bifrost for but... you guys not know what the phlogiston is it's in star spell star jammer and star finder whatever it is in like so, the yeah. grander cosmos of D&D. It's like what you can travel in between the spheres, between other okay. worlds. So, so, space energy. So basically D&D space doesn't work like normal space. All of like the solar systems are encased in giant black spheres floating in like this rainbow swirling energy called the phlogiston. Sounds delightful. So it, it basically is the Bifrost. Like in terms of what like it does. Connection. Yeah, you get, so you get into a spaceship, fly, and then be like rainbow energy, and then you're in a new world. Like warp speed kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, because it's based off of like Plato's model of like how the universe is. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Nice. Um, but still, uh, so you, you went inside and, and space and time seem to function differently in here. Working your way through, uh, there were increasingly these sort of inky black tendrils in this sort of sludgy material. Gross. Eventually there were sort of strange little uh, lava or slugs that were sort of crawling across and Double feeding gross. on this. And... You step on it. Triple gross. And there, there are a few dotted around the floor here, uh, just making their own way, doing different things. They seem to be going up and sort of like feeding on tendrils. These things are gross. The opalescent colour of this building, is it uh, reminiscent of the Sailor's Eye? 
Does it feel like Saloon's Eye belongs here? Yes. Right, okay. We've talked about before how I'm very good at colour palettes. And I don't know if you can tell as well as I can, but Saloon's Eye is... It's a perfect match. And I don't know if we take it out of the bag, whether it'll push the stuff back or attract it to us. Well, it... I mean, it kind of looks like this stuff has sort of come on top of whatever this temple was, so maybe it's trying to take over what's going on and okay, might well, be searching, like, for what we have. Okay, well, if I guess, again, if it's not hurting us, shall we continue? I suppose so. We're going to have to. If we want to get rid of this eye, I don't really know how we're going to get rid of it, but if that was the plan, we'll need to find somewhere to do that. And I don't think feeding it to this tentacly thing is going to help at all. Okay, uh, let's go. Step carefully. You continue on, and uh, the rooms get just have the same weird geometry around them. They don't quite function the way you would expect, and they get stranger and stranger. These tendrils become more and more prominent, all seem to be leading back to one place. More and more of these larvae are about the place as you advance. And so, eventually, you start to see the light change from this crazy rainbow light to what seems to be natural light in a chamber ahead of you. And you're all walking down, and can we flip the map, please? Uh, Good luck. Let's spin the board. And so you enter into what seems to be the main chamber. There's this large pentagonal room that seems to reach up until the sky and out through normal crystalline windows. Well, normal by whatever this place is. You see the Alpine Vista outside. And you see up ahead of you there is a a staircase up to a frozen pool of water. And in the middle of that frozen pool of water, reaching out of it, is a pedestal uh, of some sort with a sort of bowl-like attachment on top. You see large pillars in the same sort of almost basalt kind of structure, but with this crystalline colour. But uh, around this place, though it's majestic, uh, the architecture is insane and wonderful and beautiful. And you can see how this must have been made by ancient uh, moon elves. There's sort of moon motifs around the place, uh, with a big crescent moon on one of the windows, uh, almost like stained glass up front. But then around the room, encasing it, are all these dark black tendrils, moving and undulating, writhing about the place. Thousands of lava all the way up the high walls, all of these tendrils across, and thousands of these tiny squirming lava, uh, which were all over feeding on these tendrils, which are pulsating and moving slightly. What you're missing uh, in this description as an audio listener is the amount that Conrad's elbows are moving while he says this. He's got, he's, it's like spirit fingers, but his elbows are also doing the chicken thing. Millions of shadow larvae in Conrad's elbows. In Conrad's elbows. He's animated. Like My yeah. guy is animated. <laughs> yeah. Um, But uh, as you entered this room, all of the larvae started to crawl to one singular area and form into the shape of, like, this uh, mage and these robes sort of flowing appeared, this staff and this uh, sort of pale white mask, uh, nondescript of any facial features that all sort of manifested with this sort of strange purple and green glow, a sort of dim colour. And as this thing appears, uh, you can see the the staff that it's holding lights up and it suddenly appears on a balcony far up above. You can see that there are four other balconies uh, 
Is there a chandelier in this room which it plans to crash into the audience? There is uh, There is a, 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 a sort of chandelier-like object. Lot uh, number 666. <laughs> <laughs> there is a chandelier-like object. You can see that the, uh, dangling from a, a chain of ice up above, there's like this uh, ice, ice chandelier, but there are these glowing orbs dangling off of it. I'm gonna swing <laughs> from the chandelier. <laughs> oh, no. From the chandelier. Oh god. <laughs> There's a Please reason. stop. Oh, I don't play god. a musical bard. <laughs> Besides the balcony that this uh, strange larval mage manifested on, there are four other balconies, and it's a pentagonal room. With four triangular, uh, five uh, triangular. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> five triangular balconies lining each corner. Oh, cool! Nice. Yes. Are they quite small balconies? Just like little platforms. Just little platforms. Uh, it seems like no more than one or two people could probably fit How up there. How high up are they? Uh, they are about um, forty feet in the air. Oh, wow! Yeah. Damn, son. How did he get up there? He teleported. Teleport. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, so the, as I said, the the light on the end of its staff sort of you know, glowed, and then suddenly they were up on the. Okay, I'm sorry. Of... I was really thinking about Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. He just moved his cape and went, and then he's up there. <laughs> so, before we initiate combat, then, do any of you want to make an Arcana check, a Religion check, or a uh, Nature check? I'll take the Nature. I'll take Arcana then. <laughs> I guess I'll take Religion. Rut <laughs> 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 row. The ducky dice has given me a strong 12. 21. 13. Greg! <laughs> Greg, uh, as you are... Big looking... rolls from the big man. <laughs> Greg, as you sort of are, are looking at this thing, you know, as it teleports, you look around and you see that there are small swarms of these lava which are around the room at various points. And, you know, looking at them, you can see that they're not natural in the slightest. You've never seen something like this. It doesn't quite have a mouth or anything. It doesn't look like an animal. So, you know, it's definitely not natural. It's definitely magic in some way. This isn't natural. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, he kept saying they're not natural, and I was just picturing, like, little lava, but with, like, a lip job and a boob job. (laughs) Like, no, they're all plastic. That's horrific. I didn't need that in my mind. Oh. I was really struggling to focus because I was thinking about lava, like ladies who have handbags with tiny dogs in them, but like all the lavas Please were like that. Please don't discriminate against the ladies with handbags with tiny dogs in the audience that we have. Okay. Uh, nonetheless, you get a strong sense, Kia, that this is definitely something great old one tangential far realm, perhaps. It certainly seems to be that kind of energy. This is your fault! Though... <laughs> It doesn't. It's certainly not Jigjanasu. Um, it's still your fault. And it's certainly not something you've encountered before. Actually, as these thoughts are racing through your mind, these sort of little collections of lava start to form into swarms almost and gather at several places in the room. You also see up from the inky blackness these strange sludge-like monsters start to form. They've sort of got vague hand-like shapes and a vague torso shape leaning up out of the inky blackness with all these tendrils starting to pulsate and move more as they sort of whipping back and forth, leaving little trails of slime wherever they go. It seems to be spreading slowly. And with that, can we roll initiative? Okay, and so up first is this mage's turn, this uh, larval mage as he forms and teleports up. He gets sort of the jump on you, and first up, he's going to teleport to one of the balconies. 
Now, so he teleports to the eastern balcony, and you can see all of these lavas sort of swarm upwards, swirl, and with a flash of purple energy, cloth sort of disappears, dissipates, and suddenly reappears on this balcony with all the lava spilling out over the edge. Be careful, he's moving around. And then it... A man moving around? My greatest weakness! Are you... Uh, I don't know if you can see properly, I'm just letting you know he's teleporting and it's scary. So it's going to use the first of its three eldritch blasts. Oh, how the to, mighty have fallen. <laughs> oh, how the turntables. To try and hit Greg uh, as he's out front. 14 for the first one. That's equal to my armor class. So you can see that like one of the lava just like bloats slightly where its hand would be. Glows this uh, sort of dull green. And then it flicks it towards you at great speed. And you can see that there's almost a beam of energy left behind it, like smoke almost, as it sort of pummels into you. And you can see it wriggles under your flesh. Ugh! You take five points of damage as it pulls up its arm again and gets ready to fire another. Misses completely. As you can see, it just goes and hits the wall. And one last one with its other hand at 13. You duck for the final two. Be careful, he's throwing these weird bug thingies at us. You feel it sort of sort of dissipate inside your bloodstream. Yeah, my Eldritch Blast isn't that gross. It's not pleasant. With that, it is then, uh, you can see the lava swarms. It's their turn. One swarm of lava is going to go round the corner. Here, you see it, these lava just crawling along as they come around the corner and then head straight towards you and just try to swarm you. Uh, that's a natural 20 from them as you weren't expecting it. These things just crawl around the wall on the side and then just drop down on you. Critical hit. So that's 24 points Ooh. of damage as you just feel all these things hit your neck and start burying deep inside you and dissipating into your bloodstream as necrotic damage. Careful, Kia! Another one is going to sort of advance and you can see that Kia's snake up ahead and this... You need to do more than two damage for the snake. Yeah, and, and you can just see the snake just get, like, literally just gets eviscerated. The swarm just eats it all up. And then the final one is just going to move one space. And you can see that one is just sort of seems to still be feeding on the tendrils. With that, it is then Ayun's turn. Cool. Can I take a bonus action to give Greg a potion of growth? Yes. I put a bottle in Greg's hand and I say, uh, drink this, trust me. What is it? Drink it. Mm. Get big. And Greg flips the cork off. Uh, I give Greg a potion and kind of sensing that this might be the place to use all the things that I've been stockpiling. Uh, I <laughs> neck an invisibility potion as nice. well. How does it manifest as you drink it? Uh, I, I drink it and then kind of like seeing a blind from the top down. It's just like... I even slowly disappears from the head down. And you just see Ayun vanish. Greg's facing the other way. Yeah. He doesn't see. Kia, you see Ayun vanish. Kia's still grossed out by all these... You're still being attacked by a yeah. swarm of, of lava, I suppose. I mean, when they realise I'm gone, I'm sure that they'll be convinced that I've been eaten. But up until then... Ayun's already dead! <laughs> <laughs> They're hungry little bastards! And so with that, it is then uh, Greg's turn. So Greg's going to step forward out of the corridor and into the main room and then drink the potion. <coughs> oh, that tastes disgusting. Oh. And then he immediately just drops the, the bottle and it smashes on the ground. He goes, oh no. And then just blimps up instantly. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Yeah, into, into lard. And so, so you can just see that you, you blimp up like almost instantly and you're now massive. There's this lava swarm that's sort of near your feet that'll scurry away to a nearby square. Ayun, this is good stuff. 
<laughs> Dragon turns rage as well. I'm using my bonus action to yeah. The spirit of the bear carries this blue energy. Yeah, because of the size, you can really see that it is like distinctly bear-like. It looks like when someone has a bear skin like over them, and there's the head on top of their head and the skin going down. It looks like that. So there's this slightly animated head of a bear just over Greg's head. Nice. nice. It is then Kia's turn. Well, Kia has no fancy potions to drink or anything like that. <laughs> Look, so. I gave you a pull apart. Suck it up. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to work with a pact keeper. I have no complaints about those. You have a rod. Rod it up. No, that's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> rod Kia. Rod Kia. Rod Kia. Rod Kia. <laughs> this quite horrible swarm in front of her that's been attacking her. It's not very nice. Let's fire a couple of Eldritch Blasts straight down on top of it. So that was uh, an 11. You can see, like, just as they're sort of squirming about, you managed to hit a hole in the swarm. That's all right. The other one was a natural 20. Nice. Nice. Uh, oh, how the turntables. Indeed. 14 points of damage. In complete contrast to the other Eldritch Blast we've just seen, which was chucking more of these. The chains mm. that manifest. The swarm's right in front of her. She's just pointing her hands down, and it's just this barrage of chains just kind of collapsing on top of the swarm. Right, and you see so many like of these things just splat, and like green blood flies everywhere and sort of freezes as it hits the ice, staining the, the ice work that constitutes the building. And with that then, you see these sludge monsters that are pulling out of the inky black tendrils. It's their turn. The nearest sort of forms an almost humanoid shape, but there's an extra arm that sort of is, is decrepit and that's twitching. Uh, it's got something that looks kind of like a mouth, but it's only managed to form like one sharp tooth that drips off as a bit of sludge, and it comes up to Grey. You have three arms, soon you'll have none! Fight me! <laughs> First it's going to try and grapple you. Of course. Um, can you make a strength saving throw for me? 11. And so you can feel that this thing's like tugging you down as weird black ink is almost caustic to the touch. Well, it grappled. irritates the skin. Yes, you're grappled as it's pulling your leg down and then it goes for a bite and you take four points of damage. And can you make a wisdom save for me? Ooh, natural 20, 21. You feel this thing trying to penetrate your mind as it bites into your leg with this sort of inky face. But as much as it does damage, it doesn't quite penetrate the barriers that the bear has erected. Don't you say erected, please. Uh, barriers the bear has put in place around your mind. With that, the second one advances round one of the pillars towards Ayun. Then the final one manages to get to the base of the stairs towards the pedestal. Can the second sludge monster see me? You don't know if it has eyes, but it's certainly making its way round that way. Okay. And it is the mage's turn again, and so I roll bollocks. So it's a dice. Yeah, when we went to Dragami, I bought everybody a, a dice, a d6, and when you roll a one, it just says bollocks on it. <laughs> They're great. They are great. <laughs> You can see Kia, you're just looking around the corner and you see this larval mage teleport right next to you, just behind Greg. Ah! Look out! Uh, you don't quite see this, you're focused on the things in front. Unlook out! And it seems to... <laughs> Seems I'm to, glad you're safe, Kia. It seems to have deliberately gone behind you to sort of Everything like, seems fine! Apart from these things that are grabbing me and hitting me. Mm. Yeah, look out for these tendrils. Nothing else here. Nothing else in the room matters. Nothing really matters. Um, and so... Can see. Oh, it's got really a reach of matters. ten feet. Nothing really matters. Moomy. <laughs> And you can see, like, all of its form, all of these tiny lava sort of extend and become this massive long arm with pointed fingers that just then slams down into uh, Greg. Slap! 
a 15 points of necrotic damage as it slams into you. And can you take a constitution saving throw for me? And you feel a poison seeping in as these things mass bury into you. your now gigantic body. They sort of work their way into veins and you see your veins glow as bright green searing pain uh, hits you as you are poisoned. What does that do? Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Uh, and then it's going to retreat slightly northward into the inky blackness of these tendrils. And you can see tendrils give way slightly as it floats inwards. The swarm that's attacking Kia is going to go for another attack. The swarm that was attacking Kia hits again. 11 points of damage as these sort of go into your leg this time. And then the one next to Greg deals six points of damage as you feel a few bedding themselves in between your toes, crawling inside you. It is then Ayun's turn. Ayun is seeing what's going down and it's time to start clearing up. And I'd like to cast Call Lightning. Yeah. So Ayun's choosing a place between two of the swarms and sort of in the center just in front of Greg, which causes a large cylindrical storm to appear. I pull down the lightning a particular spot and then everything within five feet has to make a save. You see outside in the Alpine Vista there's these swirling clouds that appear, dark grey and black, and then there's purple lightning that sort of is around in the background that gets closer and closer. You hear thunder and then suddenly through the window, cracking the glass, there's just this massive bolt of lightning that strikes down between everything with a massive burst. Fail, um, and that's a very fail for the swarms. 15 points of damage to all of them. Okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. You see the forms of these sludge monsters crackle uh, as if they, they were conductive before rescinding slightly and slinking inwards. The swarms just get absolutely eviscerated. They seem, uh, both swarms seem bloodied. Many of the weaker little larvae seem to just go and hide in the inky blackness. I turn to Greg, who cannot see me because I'm invisible. What a shocking development. <laughs> Uh, can I do the opposite of Can you take, take inspiration? away my inspiration? <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, no. This is like the only character you could do that with. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to try and skirt around the side of, of the room. For every tile with the inky blackness you enter, can you make a dexterity save for me? God, I'm rolling not well. After we, we rolled so well last session, and this, this session it's all been garbage except for Kia. As you're just like trying to run past around the pillar, you feel one of these tendrils latches onto your leg and pulls you down. Your movement is zero until your next turn, where you can make another deck save to try and get out. So what you're telling me is, this is a sticky situation. Hey, and you also take... <laughs> <laughs> this much psychic damage. You also take uh, four points of necrotic damage. This is a necrotic situation. No, <laughs> didn't hit the same. Didn't hit the same. No. Didn't hit the same. No. no. Mm. Um, it is then Greg's turn. Nice. So taking the opportunity, Greg's going to start hacking and slashing. Yeah. So first attack against the strange shadow monster in front of him. Thirteen. Mm -hmm. Does hit. Nice. Fantastic. 15 points of damage. Is this the one that's got you by the leg? Yeah. Nice. Um, and so you can you sort of slash into this thing. You see its arm just falls off and squirms about a bit before dispersing. It seems pretty damaged. Then, no, he's armless. <laughs> and you're going for another slice the other way to try and cut it in half. Okay. A 12, and that hits. 17 damage. That is exactly enough to kill it. Nice. Uh, so how do so so you kill it? So first attack, swung down, cut its arm off, and then going from the side and just cut it clean in half. Okay. And then the shadows just disperses. Yeah. Yeah, it dissipates and the t one of the tendrils just basically brings inwards all of like the various body parts made of this sludge. It joins the tentacle as it retracts inwards. 
Mm. I don't mind it killing us, but I do mind how gross it is. (laughs) Yeah, anything else killing us? Sure, this gross thing? No, No. it doesn't deserve Mm. it. No, if we do win, we're going to have to get some cleaners in, because this is disgusting. (laughs) This is disgusting. Uh, Yeah, and uh, so with that, it is then Kia's turn. All right, now that the mage has turned up... The bug boy! Now the bug boy has turned up... Bug boy. (laughs) Kia would like to use her dreadful word, Eldritch Invocation, which you allows... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> episode title, Bringing Down the Bug Boy. Oh! oh for the final episode? Not very yeah. grandiose. Yeah. Bringing Down the Bug Boy. Yeah. Since when have we done grandiose? Yeah, this, this one's going to be called, like, The Great Tale of a just like, a <laughs> paragraph of title. Finally, um, something I can get behind. <laughs> no! This is why Conrad doesn't label them. <laughs> Conrad is not allowed to put pen to paper <laughs> he's been banned <laughs> I'm just I've only got to communicate orally hey. <laughs> terrible word Kia's terrible word what's Kia's dreadful terrible word dreadful word so positively dreadful, dreadful word roll positively terrible <laughs> <sighs> Um, it lets her cast confusion with one of her spell slots. How, how does I it know, come I out of your mouth? And Or do you rip a page and throw it like a paper plane? I don't plane? rip a page. Huh? <laughs> I don't rip a page. <laughs> <laughs> Annie took that deeply personally, by the way. I whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you ripping a page out? <laughs> We're not defacing library books. We blow up libraries, but we leave the books alone. <laughs> No, I envision this as what's actually happening is the dreadful word is literally jinjinasu, but manifesting only to those that I choose. Mm. And in this case, it works as a confusion spell. As you can see, like, out of your mouth, and only you can see one of the faces of the librarians screaming and muttering uh, the word jinjinasu flies out of your mouth into the space. Is that, is that... Deeply creepy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> is that fucking disgusting? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I kind of like the idea that it's like in a comic and you open your mouth and the word Jinjinasu like in bold text is just like Up to you. I think she imagines uttering this word and what actually happens is out of the open book basically four kind of shadows just very quickly just zoom straight to the figures that she's targeting. Mm, and as, as it's carried, uh, what happens? A wisdom save. Same. Swarms uh, fail. The, the sludge monster succeeds. And uh, the mage, uh, yeah, definitely succeeds. Okay. So you can hear all of like, these swarms, all of them squeal slightly as they all squirm about as they seem to be affected. But the larval mage seems unperturbed. Same demeanour as ever. And so with that, it's then the sludge monster's turn. There's a sludge monster hiding behind one of the pillars that goes straight for Ayun. You don't expect it, but it seems like this thing doesn't doesn't see. It Rubbish. senses. It's all right. We can't see. Yeah. Okay. That's what counts. Yeah. <laughs> the non-gross people can't see you. Yeah. Um, it's going to... Kill me! It's going to kill you instantly. You're dead. The end. <laughs> oh no. All right, I can go home. So that Fuck is um, a 23. That hits, I imagine. No. Uh, no. You take six points of damage as this thing claws at your leg. Can you make a wisdom save for me? Yes. What is it doing to me? You don't know. Well, it's a 19, so good luck with that. So you don't feel... So grumpy, son. <laughs> you don't feel the sort of weird sludge sort of make any purchase with your bloodstream. And well, then I've it's... got this fey ancestry, and I'm going to fucking use it, and then, okay? Uh, can you make... I've you got racial features, and I'm using them. <laughs> can you make a strength-saving throw for me? <laughs> Lol. That's a 14. You beat it. Uh, so it, <laughs> wow! it, it, it tries to grapple you, but you, like, with fancy footwork, manage to sort of dodge out the way. It is then the major's turn, and... Uh, He's going to the southeasternmost balcony. It's going to cast Circle of Death. Oh, delightful. Aw, fuck off. 
I don't think we have any potions, do we? No. Actually go and buy things that you'd need do, for adventures. Do, you know, do adventuring <laughs> properly. I <spit> on him. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Power Word Roll. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Otherwise, a positive review is the best way to help us out. The best place for those is on iTunes. All our social media at linktree slash powerwordroll. That's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash powerwordroll. But for now, from Annie, Naomi... Henry and myself, thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. Let's go. (laughs) Do the ribbit. (laughs) Around the room, there are the. uh, So, uh, sorry, what did you get for religion? (laughs) Twelve. So around the room there's other... <laughs> what's your fucking religion score <laughs> that's a 19 I also got a 19 but I have advantage the 19. A 19. <laughs> I rolled better <laughs> <laughs> good for you can I make a suggestion just because I think it would look cool it's not a bowl it's just like a statue of two hands I like bowl super bowl okay Oh, it's fine. It's, it's not a bad idea. I just... Fuck up, Naomi. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Let Connor do what he's... Actually, actively no, 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 don't want hands. It. I think hands look shit. I want it to be feet. Oh, two feet. <laughs> two feet holding... Yeah, no.